I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with obviously <laughs> it's gonna be the girls are still wearing the clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I'm James. And I'm Tara. And we are your sexy swinging lifestyle host today. We are here to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. The swinger lifestyle has transformed our life. Meeting each other has shattered everything we thought about normal relationships. Maneuvering our way through non-monogamy has transformed our view on sexuality, relationships, and sex. We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our sponsors make this all possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you're interested in sponsoring our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. And if you like our show, get social with us. We're always available online. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted, and we love to share our stories all day long. We have a Twitter account, sxuninterrupted, where we are able to share our racier content and a Facebook like page. If you go to our website, sexuninterrupted.com, you can find all the links and details. And the smoke show. So we are both medical patients, and it doesn't really matter because it's legal here in Canada. But this week, we are smoking. Cheaper for us. Yeah, it is. yeah. So we're smoking from my uh, producer, which is Tilray, and this week we are smoking Warlock CBD, which is an indica dominant strain. It is supposed to be great for focusing and sharpening the mind against inattention and boredom, which you shouldn't be bored on this podcast. <laughs> it may help those struggling with ADD and ADHD. It is a sweet and sour aroma that ushers in a mellow, stress relieving, and engaged effects. This particular strain is bred to have higher levels of CBD to help with pain and inflammation. Sweet. Thanks, James, for sharing that. This week, we wanted to talk about Tantra. We took a Tantric course in early 2017. I think it was 2017. And it completely altered our individual level as well as the level of our relationship. We found these changes were positive and also adaptable towards how we navigate non-monogamy. So this week, we are going to bring some special guests on our show, which we actually have in our studio, and they are experienced in educating others about tantric practices. Together, they have founded the Academy of Tantric Science, which is a mouthful, (laughs) (laughs) pun intended, uh, offers multiple courses and training for those looking to explore a deeper understanding of themselves, sex, and sexuality. Also ensure that you stay tuned at the end of the show for details about the contest and a chance to weigh it to win some great products. I think it's the Womanizer right now. Womanizer! Make sure to go to thesexylifestyle.com and enter at the contest. There's a link. There's a contest page. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to bring on our guests uh, from the Academy of Tantric Science, Alyssa and Aaron. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Well, thanks, you guys, for being on the show today. Um, So we wanted to share with our guests, what is the Academy of Tantric Science? It's a good place to start. (laughs) Erin? You want me to? I feel like you'd be. Spearhead this? Um, Academy of Tantric Science, we founded um, to answer the need for more complete 
uh, exposure to and training in the tantric sciences or the yogic sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys we, do a lot of yoga. We do a lot of well, yeah. We can talk about that when we get into like exactly what is tantra mm-hmm. and what is probably more importantly what is not tantra and some of the difference between uh, like modern neo tantra and and actually classic original tantra. So we do our best to uh, offer. Uh, teachings and practice that are more closely related to the original Tantra teachings. That being said, we do teach in Neo-Tantra as well. Our programs, uh, this is aside from our, we do have one-off events that we do that we can talk about later. Our programs are intentionally built to train people um, from the ground up in yoga science. Okay. Um, Knowing that jumping into Tantra isn't really possible without some preparatory steps kind of intimidating almost it's just it's it's it, it, it won't, it's not possible it just <laughs> won't, it, won't, it won't really have the transformative effect that uh, that true tantra can have mm-hmm. without um let's say like purification of the mind purification of the body purification of of the emotions, the energies. So it's like laying a foundation. It's like laying a foundation. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we generally start, uh, although like woven through all our programs is tantric philosophy and tantric practices, we begin with hatha yoga. We begin from the ground up in hatha yoga as a science in itself to prepare the body, the mind, the energy for this great awakening that tantra promises. Sounds it's so fancy. <laughs> no, I like it. It, it. Again, like when we took that course back in 2017, it was a big eye opener for us. And so obviously there is a need for it. Um, so like as a backstory, do you guys do any training for that? Like for this? And where where did you do it? Yeah, I've trained over a thousand hours of training in yogic science related content I trained um, originally my my entrance into yoga and tantra is probably unique to some in that um, I was uh, about 14 years ago uh, seeking a shift a change I wasn't looking for like a physical fitness practice or to stretch anything was not interesting to me but um, I was uh, very well aware how split I was how fragmented in my, you know, I was young, I was 23 or 24 years old and just had my first uh, child and my mother had yoga books in our house from the time I was quite young so I just took them as basically I didn't know what else to do, I knew I needed something and so I just started practicing uh, yoga from various books which I did for a number of years before I ever met a, a teacher even. That was when I went to India and, and came across my first official like tantra school purely by accident and um were you traveling at the time yeah i was just traveling i was traveling around to uh, go to some spots some sites from a book called autobiography of a yogi that i was interested in i just wanted to see some of the locations that he described in the book so i went there and to do some yoga and stuff i didn't have an intention of like being a teacher or anything but um but yeah i came across uh some tantric work and started original tantric teachings and and uh, from there just continued that practice i did go back again to india specifically to take teachings in 
uh, philosophy of Tantra called Kashmir Shaivism, which um, my interest in that was specifically in a, a famous Tantric text that describes uh, 112 uh, essentially meditations that would put you in direct experience with everything that Tantra teaches about. So I went for that. So we uh, we teach that stuff. It's just, Tantra is vast. It's a it vast, vast, vast science. And it's um, so... I know a little sliver of what I know and oh no I, I, I like it well and it sounds like your soul was kind of just drawn to it your whole life too right. I didn't have a mother who did anything <laughs> spiritual and it took me a long time to even find out more about like chakras and yoga and how healing it was it wasn't something that was enforced at a young age that's for sure no it's probably better that's not enforced because then you would probably be sure to go far, far That's away from it. Or not appreciate it, too. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We, we have, between us, we're like the Brady Bunch of Tantra. We, we have six <laughs> children. I bring three children into this, and Alyssa brings three children into it. That's, so a, that's a lot of kids. That's a household. <laughs> a lot of kids. So I, 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 don't, I, I don't force any of Tantra or yoga teachings or philosophies on any of them right but the knowledge is there if they ask knowledge is there philosophies cloud people too much philosophies yes I get it yeah and so um, you two are obviously in a relationship married we're Um, not married oh not married we never get married okay oh why we consider ourselves cosmic partners yes cosmic partnership why why not get married yeah (laughs) We have Somebody both, asked us this before. Okay. So. We're We've both, both married. Been married. Mm-hmm. And just don't really have the desire to do, do that, that again. again. Yeah. Interesting. I would marry him yeah. in a heartbeat. I'd marry her in a second. I said to almost every day. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> Maybe we would like go visit like a shaman in the rainforest yeah. and like have like a ceremony yeah. to yes. honor our cosmic partnership. Um, but we definitely will not go by any traditional or like government just don't have methods to do that. legality signing papers none of that don't yeah that's it. not what I'm don't attracted to yeah. I want more yeah. of like a ceremony or a party really just yeah. to bring people together yeah no. we had someone ask us that they were like yeah. why do you want to get married if you're in the lifestyle and I'm like well I, I just want to have a party I probably will be at a nude <laughs> resort I'll probably be or naked so I love that do it your way yes exactly exactly so um, you got into you touched in on a little bit of the topic but like you guys offer courses correct we offer currently um, a 500 hour program is like our flagship complete uh, program and that's uh, a yoga teacher that's training a, and a foundations of tantra including yes. hatha yoga it's it's pretty wow. intense it's very it's it goes pretty deep into yeah. it and and really truthfully 500 hours isn't enough yeah so we're in development of our 800 hour, hour program it, currently in the we'll, we'll just group tantra and the yoga world together for now in the yoga world itself you can be a teacher after two weeks, you can do a two-week training, be a teacher, yeah. and that's a big problem. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's actually quite dangerous. So, 
our thing I'm quite adamant about like about you know if you're gonna like if you want to be a yoga teacher or have this certificate which really means nothing anyways this certificate you need to dedicate a whole lot of time and and usually with a teacher the, the other challenge we face within the tantra community and the yoga community is that people just dig a thousand holes around them trying to find some magical switch or something that some teacher is going to say that's going to like heal them or awaken them rather than like you know connecting finding like a teacher or a system a philosophy that you connect with and then like study that and dedicate yourself to that for whatever period of time doesn't mean don't ever do anything else or dig other holes but like one teacher studying with one teacher offers for whatever period of time offers an incredibly higher level of integration of understanding than just doing a two-week course doing a two-week course here or there level yeah i like that well you guys are diving deeper into tantra than we ever did that's for sure (laughs) and it's interesting that you would think about that connection that to have with that teacher like you can go to a yoga class and like you have the teacher in front of you and it may change the next week whereas like you guys are having that hands-on personal connection with those people and you're trying to dive into a deeper understanding yeah a deeper understanding of the tantric community uh i think that's absolutely amazing and i hate to cut you guys off but we're going to cut to a quick commercial break okay and when we come back we're going to actually talk about what is tantra and so stay tuned after the break are you ready for uncensored talk about sex relationships and more then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Welcome to Sex is Uninterrupted with Taryn James. Thank you to our sponsors for those quick commercial break. We have been talking with Alyssa and Aaron from the Academy of Tantric Science about their knowledge in the tantric arts. I'm going to call it an art because it is an art, almost like an art form. Um, and yeah, so, okay. None so, of us are going to disagree. Okay, you can if you want. Um, I would refer to it more as a science. Oh, I like it. As a I technology. Yeah. It's a technology, really. The techniques are 
or it's a science of consciousness. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Sweet. So um, I guess we want to kind of talk about how do you practice Tantra? This is like the broadest question ever. It's <laughs> pretty broad. It's a very broad question. So let's start. Let's uh, let's start here because in order to understand how to practice tantra, what that looks like, we have to understand what is the purpose of tantra. Yeah. Right. Let's start okay. there. So now, if I say anything, it's like sometimes I just throw like Sanskrit words or stuff, and without thinking. So if you need clarification mm-hmm. on like something that I'm saying, then just. Tell me, I'll, I'll try okay. to do this in the most user-friendly <laughs> way possible. So, everything in the universe is made of energy. We know this. Correct. Yep. Science agrees. Yep. This isn't some new age this or that. Everything is made of energy, and that energy is vibrating at different frequencies, all just sorts of different frequencies. And those vibrations are making sounds at all different yeah. Pitches, frequencies of sound. So everything, including uh, our bodies, including our thoughts, including our emotions, including our sensations, including this seemingly empty space around us in this room, including this couch and the wall and uh, the trees and the earth and etc. 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 is made of vibrating energy. So, <laughs> so tantra is is. Is a technology, is a, uh, is something called a philosophy. I don't like to call it a philosophy, is, is really a technology, is a science for liberating the energies of the being. So, okay. what that means is that the being, you have to think of, of ourselves as being more than just a physical body. We have to think of ourselves as being more than just a collection of thoughts and memories, mm-hmm. right? The, the being is. Uh, to keep it simplistic, uh, simple is, is made up of, let's say, a body, a mind, emotions, mm-hmm. consciousness. Right. Right. So, so, in through the application of the methods or the techniques of tantra, we are uh, looking to liberate the energies of the being, so that those energies are free flowing as naturally mm-hmm. and vibrantly as possible. When those Energies are flowing, meaning that channels within the energy body are open. Mm-hmm. So you talk about chakras. So yeah. specifically, again, to keep it simple, the central channel of energy that runs up and pierces through each of these energy centers that you call chakras. Yeah. When the energies are liberated and this free flow of energy can flow up the central channel and pierce through these energy centers, and that energy can then move through the crown into the space above the crown, this would be considered like liberation. This means that the, um, some people call it like the kundalini awakening, yes. the kundalini shakti. So this energy, which is our like primal force, flows freely through the central channel and it becomes one with the realm of pure spirit, which is symbolizes the space above the crown or the crown chakra, if you like. Yeah. It's not really the crown chakra. You don't think of it as like a spot on your crown. It really references the space above the crown, like which is like the space of, of consciousness, yes. the space of pure spirit or the universal absolute space or whatever. So our, we want our primal energy to have this free flow connection to its source, which is the absolute. The ideal. Absolute everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we could say overall, generally, that's the purpose of, of Tantra. Okay. The so methods then why by do which people think about sex? 
Well, yeah, that's, that's a great question. That's an excellent question. So that is probably a good time to talk about what is the difference between Neo-Tantra and Tantra? Okay. Yes, because I've never heard of the okay. word Neo-Tantra. So Neo-Tantra, the word Neo means like new. Okay. Okay. So Neo-Tantra is, <laughs> is m- mostly what we're all exposed to. When you go to like okay. most of these tantric workshops or you're at like a lifestyle event and yeah, what you do is likely neo and there's nothing wrong with neo-tantra in its own way. It's powerful and it's beautiful and, it, and people have great experiences with it. Um, neo-tantra, new-tantra is really just evolved over the last century, mm-hmm. yeah, m- predominantly from like the 1960s onward, okay. especially with the Osho movement. The Osho movement really fed the whole neo-tantra thing. Yes. And neo-tantra is more about sex, in a sense. In a sense. I mean, it's it's, it's focused around essentially that, like... Sexuality. Uh, sexuality. Uh, it can be anything. You see stuff like achieving better erections or longer erections or, or multiple orgasms, longer session, sex yes. sessions or um, tantric massages or... Um, all of that stuff really could be considered neo-tantra. Or and dyads. And dyads, all of that stuff right. is neo-tantra. Mm-hmm. So, again, nothing wrong. I like to be really clear about this because people get offended easily. It's nothing wrong with neo-tantra. We teach neo-tantra in some of our events, and we be, we, we're clear about that. Neo-tantra, tantra. Some would debate that neo-tantra has zero to do with tantra. It's not mm-hmm. actually tantra. Interesting. Because yeah. obviously what, what you practiced was more along the lines of like you're aligning your aligning your chakras and becoming... The science of it. Yeah, the more science of it. Where neo-tantra has become more about like awareness. probably what we did. Almost. And it's like an awareness of your space and your, the body that you're in at that current moment. Which is beautiful. So imagine now that you practice the neo-tantra stuff with a whole lot of practice foundation understanding of liberating like really truly liberating your energy yeah. and then brought those together yeah that'd be powerful yeah, yeah far more powerful yeah well and you can be able to share that with other people absolutely like, and that's with right. the lifestyle like being able to connect with other people it's kind of interesting that that would almost increase the pleasure in that space absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so my i don't know if i want to call it a concern and maybe i have sometimes with neo-tantra when the original tantric stuff is completely whitewashed out of it, is that is that it's almost a disservice to the people and to tantra itself. Mm-hmm. A disservice to the people in that it's although it's again it can be beautiful and and people experience profound change in that space. It's not it's not as transformative as it. It's truly yeah, incomplete. It's an it's like it's an incomplete science essentially. So I wish I had good analogies. Alyssa's is the analogy master, but <laughs> take any science and like just pull out a little, little yeah. piece of it. It's like just learning biology, not the physics or chemistry of something. Right. Yeah. Or say so you see this with with uh, the yoga world. So you go to most yoga studios and you get a a fun fitness class. It's kind of like a choreographed dance, and it's called yoga. Yeah. <laughs> it's based on Hatha Yoga, what they're doing. But what's happened is they've taken a, a piece of the science out, the postures, yes. yes, and left most of the other parts of Hatha Yoga completely out of it. Or if they do bring in the other components, like the mudras, the hand gestures you see, yeah, uh, or the pranayama, like the breathing, some of the breathing stuff. If you do see that, you get, do it for like a minute or so. 
So you've essentially taken a, a complete science Hatha Yoga, which is powerful in its own way, and stripped it of most of its stuff and then given a piece of it. And so it's not really as potent and transformative as it, as it could be. So it's the same thing with, with Tantra. Take yeah. pieces out of it. I really, um, I do a lot of yoga and I find that I'm very drawn to yoga that is more traditional because I almost feel like while I'm doing it, the energy is moving. And if I go to like a class, especially hot yoga, I cannot get behind it. I cannot, I don't feel mm-hmm. the same afterwards. It's, it's well, I trust that. Yeah. Trust, I, I mean, you're in tune with your, with your, <laughs> with your body and your energy. I, I know from listening to you. And so trust that because I can tell you that sometimes when we go to a, a public yoga, just to get out, not to go to like a teacher that we have a love or whatever, just we have lots of kids and it's like, let's get out and go to a yoga class. I can tell the uh, difference. It has nothing to do with the teacher, really. They can be perfectly great personality and the most beautiful intentions. But if it's not taught, um, well, completely, yeah. if it's not, uh, if there's, uh, if the sequencing is random and off, yeah. I can tell ma- I either leave the class restless. Yeah. And it's subtle. It's subtle. Most people may not notice it or, or know how to, how to, uh, how to name it or how to place it, but there's a restlessness occurs or there's, um, it's almost like a distraction. Yeah. I the don't flow know. That it's you hard to explain. The, the problem. The problem is, is that the energies are being scattered yeah. through all the randomness, the yes. mental energies, and maybe with the heat as well. Like it's, it's not really conducive to a yogic state, the yeah. the hot yoga. When you're in survival mode, when your heart's beating and you're <laughs> dripping sweat and you can't, can't breathe, it. so you you're going like really far away from the meta, the yogic yeah. state because of that yeah. survival response that kicks in. So, so yoga and tantra have a very interconnected sort of way of being right. well it is all i mean you just consider yoga tantra okay you see like hatha yoga um so for when hatha yoga is mostly what you like get in the studios it's a combination of the postures of the breathing techniques of the hand gestures of inner diaphragm work with pelvic floors and breathing diaphragms and vocal diaphragms etc and then cleansing techniques like nasal cleansing is a hatha yoga technique. Is it? Or scraping the tongue. That one. I've been thinking of it actually. I've been having this thought so in my head that I need one. to do that. It's important. And I didn't know that. So huh. you consider hatha yoga to be like a piece, a branch that. It's a branch on the tree of tantra. Of tantra. Wow. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. And do do you guys incorporate like yoga and sex at all? Like, does that is that just all kind of part of it as well? Do you learn about that? Is there okay, any so sex let's talk about, about well, then let's talk about what original tantra is because first of all, in, in like what we can consider original or classic tantra, and this is really broad in general because there's many um, schools of tantra. Um, right-hand Tantra, left-hand Tantra. You know, I mentioned uh, I studied in Kashmir Shaivism, which is a Shaiva tradition, which is uh, is, is uh, going in too deep. It is a, I won't go in too deep into that. There's uh, the Shakta traditions, there's etc., and there's like offshoots of those. So there is there is a lot to look at in Tantra. Generally speaking, most original Tantra barely, if at all, mention sex. Okay. In fact, 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they don't talk about uh, they don't talk about sex as like a practice that has to be done. Do you yeah. have to break? Do we have to break? In a sex, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. We can, we can hold off after the break and I can Okay, yeah, that's pretty We're nice. gonna come back to uh, sex and yoga in just a sec after a quick commercial break. Stay tuned. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for clit-whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Karetsis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. We have been talking all things Tantra, all things uh, the Academy of... Tantric science with Alyssa and Aaron, and we just finished. We had to cut off really quickly, but we're going to come back to um, sort of sex, yoga, and tantra, and how they kind of all intermesh. I know I did cut you off, Aaron, but um, <laughs> I'm glad it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, I have but, six kids. I get cut off of. <laughs> yeah, patience. I imagine. But, so, like you were talking earlier, that like sex and tantra kind of all can is kind of connected. But you said like neo tantra is more along the sex where tantra isn't. So, well, tantra it can be. It's just, uh, a more complete understanding and ex- like direct experience, and it has to be had to see how to really like see how the the inter they can interconnect. So Tantra, so I'll, I'll go through these like key differences here, what you'll see in original Tantra. And to me and my experience, some of these things are the things that like make it so powerful. First of all, like we said, like the key difference is that original Tantra barely talks about sex. It does make reference to it in an odd scripture here or there, um, but barely. Okay. So we won't go into that. The second part is, I have some things here, is, is the Tantra's, or Tantra relies a lot on the use of scriptures, of what are called Tantras. So Tantra refers to the name of the, all of this is like Tantra, but Tantras also refer to scriptures. A Tantra is a scripture or a book. Okay. So somebody who was an, a, a Tantric adept would likely um, be very well versed in a certain 
scripture or text and have a teacher, uh, perhaps a master teacher who would, who would teach that. Whereas like Neo-Tantra is, is based in, you know, blogs, teachings, blog postings and, and new books. You know, Tantra has uh, a, like hundreds of scriptures, literally hundreds of scriptures that some of which even haven't been translated into English yet. Wow. So, um, it's an old, it's an old thinking. It's an old belief. It's, it's, it's been around for a while. It's been around for a while. Maybe some say like most of the, the tantric scriptures were like four to six hundred BC. Wow. Started to see it, but some would disagree. It depends. Like, it depends on the That's tradition crazy. of tantra. Um, different traditions emerged at different times. You know, in that part of the world. And the other thing that you see um, in original tantra. And I just touched on this is uh, talked about like the importance of a master teacher or they use the word guru. Yeah. I don't personally like, I don't like to put this on like the people or myself that I need a guru or I need somebody to heal me or to yeah. uh, be my um, light switch to the, the so-called enlightenment. That being said, having a, uh, teacher who is well-versed in experience and what they're doing and understanding this like, and, you know, like uh, this vast yeah, science I say like I don't know anybody who understands all of this vast science completely I'm sure there's some master out there somewhere who lays low and has no interest in in blog posts or <laughs> any of that stuff but um so a master teacher is 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 considered an essential element and, and within that the people would consider uh, the importance of an official like tantric initiation by that guru or tantric okay. or, or master that there would be a, an initiation that would only come after he has decided through your uh, I don't know, show of your understanding and practice that you're ready for the initiation <laughs> yeah interesting the other part is is the use of visualization and deity worship invoking deity, God, goddess energies, maybe for lack of a better word. I know that word can be loaded for people, God, goddess, but invoking deity energies through visualization um, and with that, the use of mantra, sometimes very complex mantric formulations um, to invoke the energy of, of these deities. Um, the use of yantras or like talismans or sacred geometry, uh, uh, which also work in the same way as a key to uh, unlock these patterns of energy that are these deities, these gods or yes. goddesses. And and through that, the, along with that puja or worship ceremony, which um, is such a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be clear on that, the whole idea of invoking deity energy, which can sound a little off-putting to some, perhaps, it's important to understand that Tantra is a non-dual technology. That means that it doesn't, like I said, it sees everything as being energy. Everything as being this vibrating, undulating energy, this consciousness, this awareness. And so nothing is not that. Right? Okay. It means there's, Tantra doesn't ask you to to look for anything outside of the self as 
your key to this liberation. That makes sense. That it's all here because you are that energy, no different than anybody else or anything else. You are that divine energy, that divine vibration, that pure awareness, that pure consciousness that contains all of it. You are that. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about invoking deity energy or when Tantra talks about invoking deity energy, it sounds like you're praying to something outside of yourself. The Tantrika meditates on visualizes uses the mantras and invokes that energy to become that energy the tantrika sees themselves as that deity or they meditate on the deity and imagine that they are that literally that they are that god they embody the qualities of that god or goddess as an archetype as an archetype Uh, we should say yeah because i get this question a lot Tantra is not a religion and it's not about believing in this God or that God. They're Absolutely not. used as archetypes. They're symbols, archetypes. Symbols. They're patterns of consciousness that are contained within all of us. I'm so attracted to this thought. <laughs> it's like stuff I do without even right. knowing that yeah. that's part of it. I guess I do that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I love sacred geometry. I find like it evokes um, something in my soul. It just makes it stir. You're attracted to it. Yes, hugely. So hugely. Now take one of those yantras that you have, or like I can give you a specific yantra, and then practice. There's different ways to do it. But practice, we'll have you like practice sitting and staring at it. Yeah. Staring at the center of it or worshiping it from the outside into the center. There's different ways to do it. But you spend like half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour like just like steady gazing at the bindu or the center of, of that yantra. And I've had really powerful happenings, energetic happenings just by oh, yeah. gazing at yantras. Not with like even necessarily with like any understanding of what it means more for like... In, for the purpose of like just experimenting as like a scientist what happens if I stare at this stare at this what I, like I can, I can read what these people say and I can read what these teachings say okay well like, now I need to go there and like experiment and experiment and experiment and feel and feel and experiment and feel, feel and, yeah. and then what's what if, if nothing after some time okay throw toss this one for now whatever that technique or practice is and then something, try something, try something else. else. Huh. You know, it's going to be constant like this, constant experimentation, there's constant, yeah. otherwise they're just techniques and concepts and ideas and leads no one anywhere. Nothing, you don't resonate with it. It just doesn't do anything. Level. It just adds to the noise in people's head. It just yes. adds to their conditioning. Yes. It makes things more difficult. Conditioning. Yes, that's something that is a huge part as well because we're, and this is something I teach in spiritual slide, is a lot of deprogramming, especially for women because we're just raised with all these thoughts and beliefs and and we we get so attached to them. Well, men too. That's the one thing that I, I had to be almost deprogrammed from the point of view of like realizing that sex wasn't the only thing that everybody enjoyed. Right. When it came to in like what we understood for like, I guess, neo-tantric practice was that it was for me, it became more apparent that there are other things that you enjoy other than just the sex where I'm very sexual, like as in a blueprint standpoint, I'm very sexual when there can be so many other different aspects. And like I was able to fill Tara's cup to a point where we were having sex so much that it started to fade off just because I was only filling one cup and not filling all these other cups that could like sensuality and, and a little bit of kinkiness and a little bit of that. Yeah, we had some of that, but it wasn't 
able to fill up those different sort of aspects of her life. And that for me was like a big eye opener that like, oh, not everybody just really wants to fuck. <laughs> like, really. It's a painful eye opener at first, or it can be. Oh, suddenly, yeah, suddenly like, oh, like suddenly you have a flashback of the last 15 years and all your sexual experiences. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I kind of had that (laughs) because I realized how much I was not honoring myself and getting what I wanted and what I liked even. Maybe what you didn't even know you wanted. I still am figuring it out. It's pretty incredible. And yeah, I don't know. It was... I cried a lot. It was very sad for me to yes. to go through that. Interesting. Well, we have a couple minutes left before our next break. I, I did want to talk about how, like, are you guys incorporating any of this stuff with non-monogamy, like with people in the Springer lifestyle? Absolutely. And That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, but we've been talking about so many different things that we haven't really got to the non-monogamy question and kind of getting to a point where um, trying to understand how this could be incorporated. And I think that it kind of goes to the point of like you're becoming more in tune with the people that you're on around you. So if you're with somebody like even like in a group scenario, that one-on-one connection that you can make with somebody can kind of become more than what it was or what it could like it is in if you're more just than sex. more than just sex. Yeah, so we have a series of events that we're going to be doing that are called Neo Tantra for Swingers, Mindfulness for the Non-Monogamous, the subtitle, Mindfulness for the Mm Non-Monogamous. Because you can bring Tantra to anything. I brought it to a school council meeting the other day, just the way that you connect and talk to other people. Aaron brings it to all his classes. I like it. So actually, we have to cut to a quick commercial break. I know, I know, I know. We'll try to get into it in the last segment. But um, yes, we have our sponsors that we have to honor. So uh, we just have we do. Uh, So I don't know who they are, but I love them. (laughs) So quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Do you find yourself lying in bed dreaming about how to spice up your love life? And wondering how you are going to make it happen? It's time to have an intimate conversation about life, love, and lust on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you've been suppressing your emotions, wanting and waiting to talk about the way you really feel about romance, host Cheryl Besner is ready to help you challenge and change the way you approach your love life. Pillow Talk with Cheryl can be heard every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Taryn James. 
Uh, we have been talking all things tantric practices and everything. Usually this segment is meant for IG questions, but I think that we're going to have to like get to the questions maybe at the end. But I did want to touch on how to incorporate tantra with non-monogamy. And you had said that you can incorporate, um, Alyssa, that um, tantra can be pretty much incorporated in anything. How is it more, how can you incorporate it so much with like non-monogamy when non-monogamy is more about sex and not about like... Well, yeah. it's changing. Yeah, that's what we want to change that with these events. Mm-hmm. I'll let you ask Juice. Or yeah, or maybe not change, but add yes. something in. Yes. Um, like you mentioned, the connection with other people. So it applies to any kind of relationship. Do you want to talk about our events or how we do it? Yeah, how do you do it? Like, how do we incorporate it with it? Like, how, because again, I know there's probably going to be some people out there that are listening that are mostly in the non-monogamy world that are trying to learn, again, better ways of connecting with your partner, partners, and You said one course is called... Mindfulness Mindfulness. for the non-monogamous. Yeah. So, I think what we would like to add to... The world, what do we call it? What do we call it? the adult lifestyle world? Is a general category? We like to swing a lifestyle, but swing your lifestyle. Sure, I'm open. <laughs> You're open to different ways of saying it. I like it. Okay. So, what we want to bring to that, because we felt for us in our uh, experimentations that it's missing. It's a key component that's missing. Is is um like the intention, the time, the intention, the um, the liberating of some of the energies is important. If you just take 98% of humans who are bound in their own tension and their own, uh, the, the, that conditioning that's stuck in the mind and body has just completely bound them in tension. And then you're going to put them into a sexual situation and tell them to be mindful and aware and tantric. It's nonsense and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like so they'll shut down. It's just, they just won't have access to those energies. You, they won't have access to true relaxation. They won't have, it's just, it can be forced maybe, or you can create a concept of relaxation in your head or breathing or whatever. But, time needs to be taken so like if we were to do mm-hmm. let's say we were to have you guys over and we want to um experiment not necessarily with sex but in an intimate space mm-hmm. i would want to like take some time to like shake off the energy first excess energy yeah. intense energy literally move, literally yeah. move. if that's like Dancing. a form of dance yeah. or if that's mm-hmm. a form of yoga posture work or i like to personally use a, a form of qigong like Tai Chi type stuff that I find really powerful for moving the energy, then we'd start with some of that. We just get into, get the flow of energy just moving at least a little bit better. Then I'd probably like relax and take like five, 10 minutes just to like be still and relax. So the first stages of this have nothing to do with each other at all. Then I would want us to all sit. We could all sit together facing each other or with our individual partners where we would start what we call like the puja component, like the ceremony, like like literally beginning to tune into the body and the, the, the cosmic nature of the body. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a big topic, so I can't give you like what that means yeah. and what that looks like, but there's techniques to do that. You make offerings, you make offerings to your partner. It could be offerings that represent the elements, offerings of earth, of water, of fire, of air, of ether, of spirit, or light. 
um, making offerings like literally to your partner as a symbol of, or if we're together in a, in a non-monogamous type situation, making offerings, I would offer to you and I would offer to you as well these offerings, these gifts, these symbols. Like a massage or? No, offerings like literally like a piece of fruit. Okay. Like a bowl of water. Like a candle flame. I was going to say a candle like flame. Incense, like incense, like bells. Okay. Like a mantra. I would, okay. For me personally, my practice, I, uh, in our space, I use mantras all the time. Mantras are a key part of tantra, and I always use the the mantra so I, that time would be taken to like invoke these energies invoke these uh, higher energies and prepare our body and mind so that we can move into the next stage so I think we, you said something important the time would be taken it's it's the time oh yeah and yeah more well again it's use. not like come in bang 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 right? Right. like well you know which I mean? works for, for some like people you mentioned no. the blueprint for sexual, sexual. that works but um not everybody Exactly. Not everybody is like me. <laughs> a lot of men. Yeah. Well, even like we had an experience with another couple and he was just having trouble being present. And he was like, I could feel, I could feel the tension. I could feel his nervous energy. And I'm like, yo, like, and then we stood and I just like, had, we felt each other's hearts yeah. and just dropped into ourselves again. And he said, nobody's ever taken the time wow. to do that with him before. It was beautiful. It changes right? things. And that would yeah. be the next stage of what we would do is to then like sit and like be present with each other for a bit and like look at each other's eyes and eye gazing, different methods of like hands on a heart like you just showed or like hands in different, whatever, just touching, just non-sexual, mm-hmm. just gazing, breathing, even right. synchronizing breath together. Mm-hmm. There's so many different techniques that could be applied at that point. And then what happens from there in terms of if it's a, a sexual experience or not, is totally besides the point. At that point, like your energy is moving so much better than it normally is. Your mental energy um, is is more balanced, and the emotional energy is flowing, and you're. It feels good. It feels good that way. You're like more sensitive. You're more tuned in, and and then this can just build and build and become so powerful, so potent. You allow it. Yeah. Does, within tantric practice, like again, with like again, kind of t- tying to the sex part part of it, do you experience like can you go a certain period of time and like not experience an orgasm, or is it like is the orgasm sort of like extended? Because obviously, there's that that whole aspect of like having sex for like seven hours and being yeah, able to hold on to a. About. Yeah, we hear about that a lot. I don't want to have sex for seven hours most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, Aaron That's definitely has been experimenting with different um, things regarding his orgasm, withholding, mm-hmm. right. holding ejaculation, but still orgasming. Yeah, interesting. Um, so multiple orgasms yeah. for men. There's methods of that. Mm-hmm. But it's important to understand that it's not about the being able to have sex for a long time or have some crazy no. erection. It's so not... And you guys can put a link that. in your show if you want. I wrote a blog post about this for men. Um, about this exact topic. It's about learning to harness your energy and then use that energy for like expanded vital living. So practice this, practice, you try this. Practice, give yourself like a week. Okay. You're not going to orgasm the whole week. Well, that's going to be tough. But you're going to have okay. a lot not, of pleasure. You're going to have a lot of pleasure. Okay. You're not going to orgasm. Just no orgasm. You can even have a... Uh, I did that. I did that once. I did it on a week and a half. 
with edging for a week. Yeah, we, yeah, we, still yeah. had, we still had sex and she still gave me blowjobs and still that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But mostly it was because we were looking for the big cum shot in our movie. But yes, um, it was more like obviously um, holding on to that energy. And again, usually the orgasm is like exponentially bigger and better Absolutely. if you ha- hold on to that. Something, for me... I have this weird thing that I'm like, I need to come at least once a day to come almost clear everything. You're addicted to ejaculation. You don't have, yeah, you, it's it's hard to hear at first. It needs to be broken. You need, all of us need to break our addiction to, to oh, ejaculation. I no, I myself included, like I'm, I'm not saying I'm completely free of that. Um, all men need to break their addiction to, to ejaculation. The, the, the important thing when practicing Tantra to understand is the difference in the feminine masculine experience with orgasm and that energy for, for the female, those orgasms build energy. It builds energy yes. and it builds energy for a male, the Tantra, cause uh, maybe some, not all, but call the orgasm like the sneeze orgasm. And what happens when a male orgasms is that you literally sneeze all your energy out yeah. and you become vacant or empty. That's why you get tired after. That's so why you get tired. So when you're doing having this sex that we call this sex, when you're getting this sexual pleasure and you're not orgasming, you're, and you don't, that energy is building and building and you feel like so out of body or heightened or expanded or you're like literally like shaking, like you're just flooded with, vibrating with that electricity. So rather than sneezing it all out, why not carry it through the rest of your day? Yeah. Interesting. I never really thought about it because I was more, I of, a, I was more of like a big release guy. I, no, I all of us are. That's how we were raised. Yeah. That's how we are conditioned. Like, That's the yeah. goal. The goal, the goal is, is to, to have an orgasm, yeah. to come. That's how we were taught. We weren't taught anything different. So why would we think anything different? Exactly. Yeah. And that's where it kind of goes to I think that. being like, conscious of it, though, and yeah, seeing what, it. Um, what, how, it, how it affects you. Yeah, okay. feel this. I'm very kinesthetic, so I'm very uh, aware of energy flow. I can feel instantly with that orgasm that the energy from above here, well, through the whole body, but from it starts up here, it suddenly it feels like a straw sucks it and slurps it down the central channel, and then it just like blows out through the base of wow. the spine and it's just like a total emptiness that's, that happens that is, that's not what i feel that is no. it no. <laughs> no, i go up that but again that is, that is something that is amazing and uh, i i this sucks because oh, no. we have to wrap up the show here so quickly how can people get a hold of you guys like, what's see, your website yeah, our website is academy of tantric science.com email info at academy of tantric science.com or find us on facebook um, you can look us up individually or at the academy. <laughs> if you guys will have us back sometime, we'll do a. We'll yeah. No, really, we would love to have you guys. So much back. to talk about with this yes, subject. Yes, absolutely. Like it just seems like it just doesn't stop. It, it keeps doesn't going, stop. and there's it's so true. much more. So we'd like to thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank this you. was absolutely one of the craziest talks that I've like we've ever had, especially on the show so far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so if you guys want, you can listen to us live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific uh, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network every Monday. Um, and I guess until then, keep, keep it sexy. sexy. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. 
SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promiscent. So, Jeff, you know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy? Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, urologist will tell you, one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the woman in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts, other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy. Fantastic, Jeff. Thanks so much. Well, that was a great quickie. Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone how they can find Promiscent? The best way to find Promescent in it is www.promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. You can buy it directly there. It'll direct you to the retail locations that have it. There's a map you put in your zip code, and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well www.promescent.com Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. 
To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.